Hi everyone, welcome back. We are here for week two uh, of the podcast. Hello to the listeners on YouTube. And apologies. And apologies. Uh, well, last week we forgot to press record. Yeah, well I did press it and then I think it didn't, it wasn't connected, something like that. Yeah, I hate to uh, say it, but you know, one job. <laughs> so yeah anyway hello, so there will everyone. be a video this week last week you just had a static photo but yeah welcome youtube watchers yeah so episode two would you like to explain what we're doing as promised we're going to be doing the snooze or lose quiz just a light-hearted way of Providing you with loads of facts about sleep while we obviously get to be competitive, which we both love doing. <laughs> and neither of us like to lose, so this is going to be fun. So we have written 10 sleep questions and we've not seen the other person's questions. So we're going to ask each other and see how many we get out of 10. Yeah, so... For certain questions and answers, we will go into a bit more detail. Delve a bit deeper, just to give you some more detail. Yeah. Um, so, out of ten, basically, who can get the most? Okay. okay, who would like to go first? Ladies first? You're going to ask me the questions. Or would you like to receive it first, or would you like to ask the question first? No, you can go first. You can ask first. Because then I can maybe change my questions if yours are really hard. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right, question one. When we sleep, our body temperature can drop by one to two degrees. True or false? True. Correct. So, a bit of background from that question. That is why a lot of, when you're doing this whole self-growth journey and you look into food, a lot of people will say, don't eat like three to five hours before you go to bed if you're really trying to improve your quality of sleep. And the reason behind that is because your body starts breaking down food once you've eaten it. And that actually increases your body temperature. But when you go to sleep, in order to have good quality of sleep, your body Absolutely. temperature needs to be lower. Yeah, well done. You know your stuff. Oh, I do. Next question. Let's go. Are, you all going, are we doing one each? Oh, okay. We're we going to do one each. Yeah, that's a good idea. I know. <laughs> okay is a lack of sleep the cause of dementia or the symptom of dementia is a cause sorry can you sorry can you repeat the question so is a lack of sleep a cause of dementia or the symptom of dementia a cause yeah, well done. Yeah. Yeah. So I think at the moment, a lot of people think that you can't sleep because of dementia. But there's ah, I see, yeah. More yeah. research is now going towards the fact that actually a lack of sleep is causing dementia. Yeah, and a bit of background back to Matthew Walker's book. He talks about, it's not so much prevalent now, but back in the 40s, 50s, maybe even earlier, the the big figures of Winston Churchill and 
Margaret Thatcher kind of led by this mantra of sleep when you're dead or four or five uh, four hours, or five hours of sleep yeah. um, they can function on it and ironically both died of Alzheimer's disease mm. coincidence? I, I think know. not <laughs> uh, so that's one one oh this is a tight one okay another easy one okay. should be easy how many hours do adults aged 26 to 64 need? Seven to nine hours. Correct. I think that's a bit of a... It's quite a hard question because the science can prove that, but it also can't prove that because... I suppose, because it's a, it's a range, isn't it? We spoke about in the last episode about how... You need more sleep than me, but it's yeah. still between that seven to nine hour range. Yeah. So. But then you did say that you could function better with six and a half as opposed to seven and a half, but yeah. your ideal is eight. Yeah. I think it comes down to like the physiological functions are better. Mm-hmm. You might feel better, but your body isn't doing better. <laughs> yeah. One. Two, one. Okay. Name one health benefit that sleep has. It improves or makes your immune system robust. Yes, correct. Easy. There's loads. You could go on for ages. Go on then. No, because <laughs> you might be needing it for the answers for mine. Okay, your turn. Um, this is a bit more of a tricky one. What chemical is released to increase your drowsiness? Do you want a clue? Cortisol. Oh, it's a good, it's a good guess, but it's not correct. Damn it! Mm-mm. What is it? Go on. It is adenosine. No, that's the answer to one of my questions. Well, oh, you've said it now, haven't you? How did I not know that? So, this chemical is released throughout the day gradually as your circadian rhythm, you link your getting towards the point of going to sleep with it matching the lowering of the sun as the sun goes down. But caffeine, if you have too much of it, it will block the adenosine receptor and it won't allow you to become tired so that's why the Mm. classic thing is you drink coffee to stay awake or to stay alert but the issue becomes is when you drink too much coffee it will then eventually when your receptors are unblocked and the caffeine wears away all that adenosine has built up and built up and built up and built up and it will hit you a lot quicker and and a lot more at the same time so that's when you hear about these crashes of sleep or getting really tired after um, micro sleeps well yeah micro sleeps and and things like that yeah so that you're not aware of you're not aware of yeah I'm lucky hmm, two, out human. two out of three okay right come on hard questions Okay, here we go. 
Sleep difficulties or issues are a common reason that couples break up. True or false? True. <laughs> it's too easy. Too easy. <laughs> okay, your turn. Well, you mentioned sleep divorce last episode, didn't you? We all, I think, yeah, we'll get into more detail. Well, I'm not going to get into detail now because it relates to my other question. <laughs> okay, she's had a mare here, guys. Question four. Sleep helps regulate our sex hormones. True or false? True. Correct. Could you name any sex hormones? Well, that is that your question? No. No, it's not my question. Um, estrogen? Yeah. Progesterone? Yeah. Testosterone? Lovely. I think there is more, but... So I should get a bonus point for that then? I don't know. <laughs> no. Okay, question four. What biological reason could there be for couples having sleep difficulties when they sleep together? Biological reason? Yeah. Why they want to sleep together? No, no. What biological reason could there be for them having sleep difficulties, two people that sleep together in the same bed? The temperature's too high? No. Body temperature's too Biological high? reason. Oh, yeah, no, no. What's the answer? They have different chronotypes. That was going to be my next question. Was it? Yeah. So I've basically got it right then. I th yeah, but I think mine is valid as well. Biological, your biology, your body temperature, if it's too hot in the bedroom because there's two people in there sharing it. But I mean like biological, like what's going on inside you, not like temperature. inside you. Like something that's like hardwired into you, not that you're not. That you have no control over. We don't have control over body temperature. It's a oh. it's an involuntary process, isn't it? Your it's your question, so you decide if I got it right or not. Obviously not. <laughs> so you're gonna get this very easily then, next question. Name the two chronotypes. I don't actually know. You're I joking. I can't remember them off the top of my head. We literally spoke about it last episode. But I don't know the name of the chronotype. You do. It's or not. It's like the the the, the name you're given. You're either a this or oh, either this. Oh, a lark or an owl. There we go. Could you tell me which one's which though? Yes, morning lark. Yes, night owl. There we go. I feel like you helped me with that one. Well, no, no comment. <laughs> Go on. Okay. So just to clarify, I'm on four. Sorry, you're on four. How many are am I on? Four. I got one wrong, didn't I? Yeah. Four out of five. Yeah. What are you on? You tell me. I've not asked question five yet, so okay. you're on right. four out of four. Right. Oh, no. So, oh, I don't know. I'm so, This is confusing now. And she's meant to be competitive. I basically got one wrong because I didn't say it was the answer you wanted. So it's 
three. So ask question five. What is Chelsea's optimal sleep time? Eight and a half hours. Yeah, nice. Easy. Question number six. How many stages of sleep are there? Four. No. Six. No. Oh, damn. There is five. Ah, oh, so close. Four of them are non-REM and one is REM. So four are non-rapid eye movement stages. One is rapid eye movement. Do you go through four, sta- four stages within a stage? I've just made that number up. I don't know. Okay, fine. Next question. I'm not bitter at all, I'm losing. Okay. You're probably gonna dispute this one as well. <laughs> Name three things that can affect the quality of your sleep. You've literally Just stop, just answer the question. Name three things that can affect the quality of your sleep. Yeah. The temperature of the room. The amount of light in the room. Yeah, but it's not all aesthetic. Like, what, like, physical things. Not all the same. Your... I don't know. I've got one thing. Yeah, but I feel like they're all just the same thing. Like, light, sound. It's all your senses, isn't it? I'm talking about things that you... Well, I've not got it right, so tell me what's, what it is then. <laughs> I was thinking, like, caffeine or, yeah, light is one of them. Okay. But, like, different things that could affect your sleep. Have I got it right or wrong? I suppose you did guess three things. Thank you. I knew I'd hate that question. I don't know why oh, I kept it in there. you were the one that came up with it, so... Right, your turn. Uh, list three things you can do to help sleep your sleep before you go to bed. Dim the lights. Okay. Give yourself three hours after eating. Okay. Set your... Not have caffeine after midday. Nice. Yeah. Very similar to yours, but... yeah. Yeah. Okay. See, it was three different things there. And next, That's the vibe I was going for with you. And, okay. and next <laughs> episode, we will talk about in more detail the routines and things that we've implemented and what works and what maybe hasn't worked or what is realistic for that. Okay. Oh, this is a good one. By what percentage... Does women's libido increase by when they don't share a bed with their partner? Oh my days. And you say you didn't read the book? I didn't. You know it's off your top of your head, this percentage. Well, I obviously I'd written it down in my notes. Um, what percentage does it increase by? Yeah. I'm going to say... According to a study that Matthew Walker talks 45%. about. 45%. No. I'm going to give you a second guess, and it's below that. That's really high. 28%. No, 14. I've made it sound better than it is. (laughs) Okay. 
Um, again, going back to last episode, name an animal that has unihemispheric sleep. A dolphin. Nice. Very good. Can you name another animal that has... A bird. <laughs> Couldn't tell you what bird, but uh, a bird. A bird. Okay. You have a cup of coffee in the morning when you get up. It's now midday. How much caffeine from that coffee is still in your system? So you've got, uh, as like a percentage? Yeah. 50%? Yes, correct. And that is why they say, isn't it, that you shouldn't really drink coffee past midday because depending on your type of metabolism, which you can get tests for to see how well you died, you, sorry, what's the word I'm looking for? Breakdown. Breakdown caffeine. Usually it takes about six hours. Well, 12 hours. You've still got 50%. It's got, yeah. Um, and that's why I keep cringing out when we go to restaurants and places to eat and people are ordering coffees at 9 p.m. Um, yeah, we the, the The impact that's having on your quality of sleep, you're still going to get to sleep, while well, some people do because they've got so, they've built up such a tolerance to mm-hmm. it that some people do go to sleep after a coffee. But, but it's more sedation than sleep, uh, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's not the, you're not going to get into your deep sleep or your, your stage four or five sleep with that. Um, which again is a societal issue, isn't it? Mm-hmm. All these things are on these restaurant restaurant menus and on TV shows and things like that and it's just built into society whereas it needs to be challenged like what we're reading and listening to that you guys at home can tap into tap into as well like why is that not been talked about definitely More. cool okay um question 9 penultimate question what is the term given when you are half awake but you cannot move. Sleep paralysis. Nice. Yes. Have you ever experienced sleep paralysis? I have, yes. But a lot of the time I can't really remember it. So it lasts for a little bit and then I'll wake up and then So you've had it more than once? Yeah. When's the last time you had it? Oh, ages ago. I've only ever had it once. And I still remember it so vividly yeah. because I've only experienced it once. Yeah. And I was at uni and I remember it It was like there was somebody had come into the room and I couldn't, like, get up to see who it was. Mm. But I was still asleep and I couldn't see the room vividly. Yeah. Really weird. Yeah. Really weird experience. Yeah, but both books go into more detail about what sleep paralysis actually is. But I think if you have dealt with it at home or been through it, for people at home, it is a valid thing. It does happen to people. It's not a you're not weird if it's happened to you. Like well, it's, it's very not... clever, isn't it? Because when you obviously it doesn't happen for everybody because some people sleepwalk. But when mm. you get into that is it deep sleep dream sleep yeah. your body your brain shuts down your body so you don't act out yeah what you're 
dreaming or yeah. you don't cause any damage to yourself so it paralyzes you so that you are still during that period mm. and then when you wake up that sleep paralysis is that slight lag between yeah. your brain waking up into consciousness and your body still yeah. paralyzed in that deep dream state yeah. which obviously sleepwalkers and things like that they have that slight miscommunication yeah those signals are getting misused yeah it's a minefield sleep isn't it it is so much to talk about <laughs> right is this my penultimate question yes question nine which you're gonna know and it's really annoying what chemical does caffeine latch on to which blocks your sleep receptors adenosine yeah well done and this is a hard one I'll be very surprised if you get this Oh, come on. Question 10. What is the name of the brain's memory holding tank? You definitely just took that straight out of the book. So you know when you've had, you get to the end of your day, you've had all this information and stimulus through your five senses. So you've got, you've been to school, you've hurt yourself physically, you've, you've fallen over in the playground... You've smelt a really enjoyable smell in the canteen of your favourite food. Right. You've been made to feel um, like you've achieved something in your one of your lessons, so you feel good, you've, you've had praise, um, and you've seen uh, an accident on the way home from school. All of those things have happened in the day. Where does that get stored before you then it then gets processed and removed or kept in your long term memory? It begins with a H, and sounds like an animal. Hemispherical. Oh no, hippocampus. Oh no! Very good. That's a very good question. Yeah. I appreciate that. And this is for people at home that are teachers or learning something new. This is really important as well because when you are going to be learning something new or you want it to stay in your brain and you can come back into it, you have to um, transfer it from your working memory, your hippocampus, to your long-term memory so you can remember it basically. And when you go to sleep, that process happens in one of the stages of sleep. I can't tell you which one, but it, um, it's very important. So like we said last week, if, you, if you've got a problem, if you've got a worry, if you're revising for an exam, like you said, your teacher told you, go to sleep and it will put all why. those jigsaw pieces together and make those links so you, you remember it. And that's probably why sometimes as well when you step away from working on a problem or a puzzle or whatever and sleep yeah you come back and it's almost like the answer just has yeah come finds to those you. yeah finds yeah. those connections amazing okay well my last question is really easy why did you make it easy i cuz i just i don't know i don't know why it's really hard shorter sleep directly correlates to a shorter life correct True or false? 
true yeah well done yeah sleep when your dead is uh, a phrase or statement that needs to go out of fashion because it's simply mm. not true more sleep allows you to live longer live longer yeah want to add them up then not really no no <laughs> I think it's probably safe to say that you won that one. Yeah, you got three wrong, so not bad. I think my questions were tougher than yours, though. Yeah, and I also think that mine, some of mine could have been worded a bit better, just to leave no room for giving answers outside the box. <laughs> yeah. I'm uh, hiding it really well, but I'm not happy at all losing that one. Thanks for joining us, though, for the snooze or lose quiz. <laughs> Hopefully you've learned something. Um, yeah. I know I have. <laughs> <laughs> You're the podcast host. Uh, next week? Yeah, next week. Uh, so for episode three of Afters with Joe and Chelsea, we're going to be looking at your sleep hygiene um, and what has worked for us and what hasn't worked for us. So things that we do daily before we go to sleep to make sure that we're getting the best sleep possible um so you can we can share that with you guys and you yeah. can try it at home and see what works for you um, yeah. to help affect as many people as we can positively to make sure you're getting better sleep. yeah and like we said before there is no one size fits all it really is just working out what fits into your routine how it fits into your current lifestyle and schedule um, and just little things like we've just made little changes at time and if it's not worked then we've not carried it on yep. um, and also we would love to answer any sleep questions that you have so please um, send in any questions our email is uh, info at afterswjc.com or you can message us on Instagram yeah message us on Instagram leave a message leave a comment comment on YouTube just access if, you, if you've got any questions about anything um, we'll have all the details of where you can read those books and get yeah. those podcasts as well. See you next week. See you soon.